Hi everyone, Jacqueline Jensen here. I'm founder and COO of a company called TicketCake.com. And I'm here doing the live stream of Young Female Entrepreneurs, the Vegas Tech Branch. This is the second episode and I'm really excited to bring you our guest today. Um, Ticket Cake was one of the first companies to move and relocate to be part of the Downtown Project, which is a $350 million revitalization effort by Tony Shea, the CEO of Zappos, to create an awesome community in downtown Las Vegas. We relocated our company and set up shop here, and we've grown to really love the community. Um, today, I'm streaming out of the Innovation Center. It's Rob Roy's project, um, and it's a collaboration environment where you can come and work and co-work and meet other people um, who are doing similar things um, that you're doing. So the mission of the Innovation Center is to boost and diversify Nevada's economy. And feel free to email me, Jackie at TicketCake.com, and I'd be happy to get you in touch with the folks who run this center and get you a tour and maybe even get you a free co-working pass. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Jackie M. Jensen. We'll be coming to you the first and third Wednesday of each month, and it'll be coming live at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, let me tell you guys a bit about Young Female Entrepreneurs because it's a, it's a really cool organization. Um, it's an online platform that connects entrepreneurial women in their 20s and 30s with new people, brands, and headlines that help them start and grow their businesses. The mission is to help young women on their path to profitable businesses while building a collective reputation that is philanthropic, successful, multifaceted, and collaborative. Jennifer Dono is the um, host and founder of this organization, and I actually met Jennifer a few months ago, um, back when we were both speaking at a conference in Seattle, and we instantly became friends. And she wanted to bring what was happening at Young Female Entrepreneurs to the Vegas tech community, and I was excited to be on board. So here we are today. So today I bring you an awesome guest. Her name is Krista Whitley Castellarine, and she's a Las Vegas-based award-winning serial entrepreneur and CEO of a company called EGO, which stands for Entertainment and Growth Opportunities. Krista enthusiastically shares her tips for startup entrepreneurs, stories of failing forward against the odds, and why she believes women are at a distinct advantage over men in the business world. Krista, welcome to Young Female Entrepreneurs. Thank you so much, Jackie, and thank you all of you watching. Um, I'm so excited to be here and to be able to share a little bit about my entrepreneurial journey. Very cool. So let's kick it off. First question, let's talk about Ego. How did the company get started and what do you guys do and what does your team look like? Sure. When I took an exit about a year and a half ago from um, my number nine fastest growing pet empire that I had built in Canada, um, I knew that I wanted to do something helping other entrepreneurs. And so for about a year, I created the Mean Girls, which was a hybrid engagement agency. So we did video and social media and marketing and for other entrepreneurs, helping them to fill the gaps when they didn't have an in-house marketing team um, and couldn't afford some of the bigger ad agencies out there. And so a few months ago, I collaborated with um, a good friend of mine who is a long-term uh, entertainment attorney, and he kind of balanced out all my crazy creativeness. And so together, we created Ego, which stood for Entertainment and Growth Opportunities, because we saw that there was a big gap in the market for both entertainers and entrepreneurs. Um, where they needed some sales help, some brand help, um, and really we could kind of be their Swiss Army knife. 
Very cool. And you've worked with some big clients, right? Name off a couple of those. They're yeah, cool. we certainly have. You know, we've worked with um, some big name entrepreneurial clients. We work with some big name uh, star clients. Um, you know, one of our most favorite to talk about because we, you know, think he's so great is, of course, Flavor Flav from Public Enemy. He's one of our favorites just because he's so tremendously talented and has a staying power um, to have been in the entertainment industry for, of course, many, many years. Um, so he's one of our favorite to talk about. And uh, my five-year-old loves to say, Flava, Flav. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, we, we really had a lot I of fun um, working uh, with him. So the next thing I wanted to talk about, um, one of the most interesting things that I've heard you talk about personally is failing forward. So what does failing forward mean to you? And then can you walk us through maybe um, your biggest lesson to date? Sure. You know, I think oftentimes there's this misconception, and I certainly had it when I started my entrepreneurial journey, um, that really, you know, you you just go either success or failure. And what I realized along the road as being an entrepreneur, that there's a lot of little failures that you kind of learn from that lesson, and that failure really taught me so much more. Um, and so for me, you know, um, I had a fast-growing growth company. We grew 981%, which was a rocket ship. And while we were doing that, I was pregnant eight of those first 24 months during this fast growth. Wow. And what I realized is at the time, I didn't appreciate corporate culture. I had done the Zappos tour. I had read Tony's book. Um, you know, I was sure that if I just hired people that were really fun and loved it as much as I did, that that would work out. And unfortunately, what happened is I really hired the wrong people. They were in it for the profit margins and the money rather than the passion. And so it taught me a lot um, as I was going through and really my day job kind of went from being this amazing, passionate, enthusiastic experience that I couldn't wait to get up for in the morning and I could barely go to sleep at night. I was so excited. Um, I could literally envision the hot pink plane and what it would feel like to build this huge pet empire. And progressively over the course of those five years, because I had the wrong people and a really um, poor corporate culture it turned into a job and I didn't want to get up in the morning and I didn't want to, you know, go running to the next challenge. Um, so for me, it was a great lesson. Um, and that's why I say, you know, it's a lesson that I've failed forward that I got through all of that, what I thought was, of course, my worst moment, and moved on to really what I discovered was my passion, which at the end of the day wasn't necessarily being great at building pet boutiques, but was great at helping other entrepreneurs achieve their goals and dreams. Cool. What, what advice, you know, dovetailing off of that, what advice would you have for people who are hiring some of their first employees? I know a lot of the biggest tech startups are growing and what, what would you say you've learned to look for in a good employee? Sure. You know, I mean, there was really a lot of ground rules for me as a CEO. I kind of made the mistake of being friends instead of being friendly. And that's one of the great lessons that one of my mentors has taught me is to stay friendly, not friends, and uh, to make sure that I, you know, stay with that. And so that's been a big part of um, what I do as a daily um, practice as a, as a CEO. And then as well, um, it's been to hire slow and fire fast. Um, so for me, you know, a lot of that has been about uh, making sure that I take my time when hiring someone and that I make sure everyone on my team has met with them. And so, you know, really having a clear vision on what my values are and where I work best and then hiring people that fit into that vision and make sure that I've tested them out over a great deal of time has worked very well. Awesome. That's really good advice. 
Um, so for all of you out there who haven't met Krista, one of my favorite things about Krista is her willingness to help startups and entrepreneurs. Um, she's given our team strategic advice. She's made game-changing introductions. Um, and so Krista, what qualities do you look for in someone who is a potential mentee of yours, who you're going to mentor? And then along those same lines, what are some no-nos that you have found in relationship building with other professionals? Sure. You know, I, I found that just as much as um, the employer-employee relationship values are important, I think it's also important with your clients. And then I think it's also important with the people that you're mentoring and coaching. For me, the biggest thing that I have to give someone is that investment of time and my experience. And so I really look for people who are going to be open, who are wanting to be coached, and who are open to needing to change themselves in order to accomplish great changes in their organization. And at the end of the day, I'm also looking for someone who has that enthusiasm and that drive, that ambition. Um, I always say I'm a former cheerleader of a losing football team in high school. And so if you can't cheerlead through nine games of miserable failure in the cold, um, then you're probably not going to make it very far with your organization. And so I'm really looking for very enthusiastic um, entrepreneurs that share that ambition and can make it and weather through those difficult times. Very cool. I can relate to some of those losing games in the cheerleading uniform. It's not very fun. <laughs> I was, I was uh, part of a losing team too, <laughs> cheering them on. But, um, but that was high school and now our cheerleading uniforms are off and we are ready to network with other professionals, which is a lot of fun. Um, so a question that came from our Asked It page, that's A-S-K-D dot IT. It's a local Vegas tech startup. Um, it came from Tammy Belt and she is from Blue Cube Marketing Solutions here in Las Vegas. And she wanted to ask Krista, how do you know when to walk away or to continue forging ahead? And I think this is a really great question that Tammy asks. Um, you know, how do you know when you know the um, it's time to hang on or it's time to call it? And one of the great advice that I got from one of my mentors, who's a good friend of mine, um, he said to me, "In my darkest time, it's always darkest before the dawn." And so I think that when I'm looking at throwing in the towel um, or, you know, saying enough is enough, I will go to my outside support of coaches and people who are frankly wiser and more experienced than I am. And I'll ask them really what they think. And it's not that I'm looking for them to make the decision for me. It's that I'm looking for them to share some experiences with me of maybe times when they've either thrown in the towel and that was the wrong move or when they haven't thrown in the towel and that was the wrong move. And so based on that, and then also at the end of the day, it really comes down to my gut. Um, you know, do I believe that I've got enough, you know, cheerleader in me to cheerlead through nine more miserable games? Yeah. And if I do, then a lot of times I will stick it out if I really believe in something. Um, and if not, then, you know, I, I, again, it's kind of all about failing forward and making sure that, yeah, I took the risk and I'm taking away the lesson. And so it's a win-win on all fronts. Interesting. Well, to close it up, I want to know what's next for you. What's next for you personally and professionally? What's next for ego? Sure. You know, it's a great question. And, you know, one of the things I love about what I do with ego um, is that my days are so diverse. Nothing is the same. And I know everyone always says that, but mine literally can be 
one day I'm out meeting with a car wash owner who needs to grow and the next day I'm meeting with someone entirely famous. Um, and so for us, you know, what we're really excited about is our new entertainment trust. We have a bunch of film projects. I'm personally very excited because I made my bucket list a couple months ago and on my bucket list was to film a documentary and submit it to Sundance. No and way. So, yeah. That's and so huge. I'm actually doing that right now about the faces of Fremont Street and I'm very excited that we will have it completed um, in time to submit to Sundance. So for me, that's one of my top 10 lists on my uh, items on my bucket list and I'm really excited um, because that'll be happening here in the fall and it's just an exciting time. You know, even in my own life, I'm still continuing to push myself and take big risks. Very cool. Well, and, and hopefully this is okay with you. I think anyone who's watching this, reach out to Krista because she could make an awesome introduction for you or help you strategize with your business. Um, her Twitter handle is Mean Krista. That's K-R-I-S-T-A. And she's um, been a great friend to our company and is really doing some awesome things in her own right. And we, um, I'm glad to call her a friend. So thanks so much for coming on, Krista. Really appreciate it. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. And thanks so much. Please reach out. I'd be happy to help all the young female entrepreneurs. Awesome. So next episode that we will be doing is on Wednesday, July 17th at 4 p.m. I'll be back here at Rob Roy's Innovation Center streaming live. So be sure to tune in and I'll be interviewing Leslie and she um, is the, the force behind Hot Skillet Productions, which is an awesome company. Her um, Twitter handle is at Hot Skillet, and we'll be talking about Google Analytics. Leslie has sat down with me um, on a number of occasions and gone through a deep dive into Google Analytics and has really changed the game for my company, TicketCake.com. So she's going to talk about how startups can use this free analytics tool to grow their business. And so hope to see you guys then. Thanks again, Krista, for coming on. And thanks to Jennifer for having me um, from Young Female Entrepreneurs. Have a good 4th of July, guys. <laughs>